Good morning, church. I don't know if you've heard of the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, or as our son used to say when he was growing up, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was the most successful motion picture in 1938. In fact, in 2008, the American Film Institute named the film the greatest American animated film of all time. You might be familiar with it. Snow White's the daughter of a great king, and her mom dies, and she's got a stepmom who's not real fond of her, and her stepmom, the queen, has a magic mirror, and she will look into the mirror and say, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? And she didn't ever like the answer because the answer was Snow White, and she immediately sets out to kill Snow White. Mirror, mirror on the wall. That's what we're going to talk about today. When you look in a mirror, mirrors don't lie. Mirrors are a reflection of the real you. And that reflection might be all of your flaws, all of your sins, all of your imperfections, and all of your good traits as well. We love mirrors. We're mesmerized by mirrors. We regularly look at mirrors. You can't pass by a mirror without noticing yourself. We're so mesmerized. We look at mirrors when we wake up in the morning. We look at mirrors when we fix our hair, when we brush our teeth, when we get dressed, when we get in our cars, when we go to the bathroom. We look at mirrors to check our teeth, to do our hair, to flex our muscles. We love... Why was that one funny? <clears throat> we're, <laughs> we're fascinated by mirrors, and we have mirrors everywhere. You've got them at home, you've got them in the bathroom, you've got them in the hallway, you get in your car, you flip down, you've got a mirror there, you've got a mirror at your purse, you might have a mirror at your workplace. We love mirrors, and perhaps the number one reason we look in the mirrors is to check our clothing. You get dressed in the morning and you look in the mirror, do I look okay? Mirror, mirror on the wall because we want to see a reflection of what we're wearing. We conclude our series today called Clothed with Christ and we've been talking about clothing, not physical clothing. Here's what we read in Luke 12. <clears throat> Jesus said, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothes. And we've been going all the way back to Adam and Eve, and here's what we found out about Adam and Eve. When they sinned, when they disobeyed God, when they were rebellious, then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Adam and Eve sinned, they knew they were naked in their sinfulness, and immediately they tried to cover up, and we've been doing the same ever since. We try to cover up. But here's the deal, Adam and Eve could only cover their physical nakedness. There wasn't anything they could do to cover their spiritual nakedness, although they tried, and again, we still try, but there's something God could do, so here's what God did. <clears throat> God made garments. God clothed them, made garments of skin for Adam and his wife, and he clothed them. So he clothed them physically with the garments he made, and he clothed them by shedding the blood of an animal to get the skin to cover them. 
God made garments because God is, we've said this before, the ultimate designer, and he's been clothing us ever since. That's been his plan since sin entered the picture. God said, I've got to do something. I've got to cover the nakedness. I've got to cover the spiritual nakedness. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and wrapped me with a robe of righteousness. And the reason God wants to clothe us, the reason God wants to cover us, is because when he looks at us, he wants to see his reflection. Because we are a mirror image of him. I don't know if you realize that. God made us in his image. God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. I love this translation. Let us make human beings in our image, make them reflecting our nature. So God created us to look like him, not physically. God created us to look like Him in other ways. Physically speaking, you know that we're all different. Some are tall, some are short. Some have hair, some have a shine. Some um, are light, some are dark. Some have a nice physique. Some of us are well-rounded. It's a positive slant there. God created us in His image. God created us to look like Him. When God looks at us... He wants to see His reflection. And so what does that mean? It means our very essence is good. It means that we have the ability to choose. We have the ability to love. We've got the ability to create whatever qualities we find in God. He wants us reflecting those qualities. So when He looks at our image, He wants to see His image. Whatever qualities we find in God, He wants to see that reflection. And since we're made in the image of God... That's what we're supposed to look like. Look like when God looks at us, He wants to see us, see Himself. So we've been going all the way back to Adam and Eve. We keep going back to Adam and Eve, going back to the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve had everything going for them, and then they sinned. Before they sinned, they were a perfect image of God. When God looked at Adam and Eve before they sinned, God saw God, and then they sinned. Their mirror was marred. Their mirror was cracked, their mirror was stained, and the reflection of God was no longer there because sin is not a reflection of God. God looked at His creation and He no longer saw His image. That reflection was not there, and so God did something about that. We notice this song, God did something about that. God sent His Son, He sent Jesus to fix that reflection, to wash away our sins, to repair the broken relationship, and His blood washed the mirror so God could see God again in His creation. You know, an interesting thing about a mirror, you can take a mirror and you can paint right over a mirror and not see a thing, but it's still a mirror. It's no longer serving its purpose, but if you go to a garage sale, you know it's still a mirror. It's just been painted over. It's still a mirror, it's just no longer serving its original purpose because mirrors are designed to reflect. And it's the same with us. God created you and me to reflect His image, not to create our own. So consider a couple of verses. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness 
of His Son. I looked that word up. It means image, representation, reflection, resemblance. We are shaped to reflect Jesus. We're supposed to be conformed to His likeness. How about this verse? And we who with unveiled faces all, here's our word, reflect. We're mirrors. We're supposed to be reflecting God. We're supposed to be reflecting Jesus. We're being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. We're supposed to, that word reflect, to show in a mirror, to present a clear and correct image of, to have a clear image of. That's what God wants in us. God wants us to reflect His image. So when God sees us, we're supposed to be clothed in a way that He sees Himself. You see, we were designed to reflect God. And the clothes we wear, not physically, the clothes we wear reflect who we serve. So let me ask you a question. How's your mirror? How's your reflection? Is it cracked? Cracked with sin? Cracked with anger? Is it a little foggy? Is it ornate and decorated with materialism? How's your reflection today? When God sees you today, watch the reflection coming back to Him. Think about your life this past week. When you consider your conversation and your speech, was it a reflection of God? When you consider your work and how you operate at work, is it a reflection of God? Would you say your behavior and lifestyle are a reflection of God? Why or why not? If God looked at your life, would He see His reflection? So let me give you three ways that we reflect God. Three ways. First, we reflect God with our behavior. We notice that in Colossians chapter 3. Paul says that when we become Christ followers, there's some clothes we put on and there's some clothes we need to take off. Here's what he said. As God's chosen people, clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I love this translation. Regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. So, we reflect God with our behavior. When you're clothed with Christ, you act a certain way. So that's one way we reflect God. The second way is with our attitudes. Here's what Paul writes in Philippians. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. When God looks at us, our attitude should reflect Jesus Christ. So, how's your attitude reflection? How's your attitude towards your family? Towards your children? Towards people at work? Towards people at church? Has anyone ever tell you, told you that you need an attitude adjustment? Anybody ever told you you've, had a, you've got a bad attitude? Our attitudes reflect God. Third, we reflect God through our relationships. A couple of verses here. John 13, a new command I give you, love one another 
As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. 1 John 3, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. God is love. We read that in Scripture. We know that. God is love. And when God looks at us, he ought to see his love reflection. So, how's your love reflection? Would people characterize your relationship with others as love? Or are you full of hatred and envy and jealousy? Are you full of bitterness and anger and strife? Your relationships reflect God. So how are those relationships? So here's the question. When you look in the mirror, how's your reflection? You say, you know, I don't know. There's two ways to tell. One, you can ask someone close to you, how's my reflection of God? When you look at me, do you see God? Ask somebody that. Ask your husband, your wife, ask your kids, ask people you work with. When you see me, do you see God? Do you see Jesus? And you're like, "Ah, I don't know if I want to ask anybody. Okay, ask God about your reflection. Here's what we read in Scripture. James says, anyone who listens to the Word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in the mirror... And after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he's heard but doing it, he'll be blessed in what he does. You know, I'm wondering if sometimes the reason we don't look in the mirror, the Word of God, is we don't like the reflection we see. I'd just soon not look at that reflection. So you can ask others... Or you can ask God, because mirrors are important. Mirrors are a reflection, and they don't lie. And the Word of God's not going to lie. And other people, I hope, aren't going to lie. Mirrors are a reflection of who we are, and mirrors are a reflection of what we're wearing. Mirror, mirror on the wall. That's not magic for us. That's the Word of God for us. And this mirror, the Word of God, doesn't lie. And when we look in that mirror, we see who we are wearing. I love this song by Casting Crowns. Lord, the worship we bring is more than the songs that we sing. It's a reflection. It's a reflection of our ever-changing lives, the best we have to offer. We don't just lift up our hands. Lord, we lift up our lives, for we know that you are worthy of our praise. To you, our life songs raise. So, when do we reflect God? According to Paul in Romans 12, all the time, not just Sunday mornings. Worship is 24-7. Our entire lives are a reflection of God. And when God looks at us, He doesn't want to see any other God. We read that in Exodus, I'm the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods before me. When God looks at us, He doesn't want to see the reflection of any other gods. He doesn't want to see the reflection of any of the idols that we have, any of the idolatry in our lives. He wants to see Himself. So our lives are a 24-7 worship. Lord, the worship we bring is more than songs that we sing. God wants us to look like Jesus. God wants us to reflect Jesus all the time, every day, not just on Sundays, And the only way to do that, reflect Jesus, is to be clothed with Christ. When you clothe yourselves with Jesus Christ, then when God looks at us, He sees Jesus Christ. Because we're covered 
with the blood of Jesus. How do we do that? Galatians 3, you're all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized in Christ Jesus have clothed yourselves with Christ. We keep saying this liquid grave enables us to put on some new clothes. And those clothes are we are clothed with Jesus Christ. And when God sees us, that's what he sees. Another translation, several translations. Your baptism in Christ was not just washing you up for a fresh start. It also involved dressing you in an adult faith wardrobe. When you were baptized, it was as though you had put on Christ in the same way you put on new clothes. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. I love those translations. Mirror, mirror on the wall. We're supposed to be clothed with Christ. If you've ever wondered, you know, what's my purpose in life? Why was I created? Why do I get up every morning? We get up to reflect Jesus Christ. As Christ followers, that's what we're called to do, is to reflect Jesus Christ, to reflect the Son of God. And so, how is your reflection today?